on this week's episode of Turner Syndrome Talk and Tea, we have the lovely Hayley, who is really, it's really interesting because she's an older woman with TS, so it's really interesting to see how that's impacted her, which you'll find out in this episode. If you want more information on Turnus, go to my first ever episode when I explain what it is. Or go back to www.tss.org.uk. Enjoy the episode. So this week we have the lovely Hayley speaking with us. Hi Hayley, how are you? Hi, I'm very well, thank you, and uh, very pleased to be asked as a guest. Oh, good, good. Well, you've got such a good story, so I thought it'd be amazing to have you. So I just wanted to firstly ask, what's your relationship to Turner's? Um, I'm a 52-year-old woman with Turner Syndrome, and I was diagnosed at 10 years old, by a Great Ormond Street Hospital after my primary school teacher realised I wasn't physically developing in the same way as my peers. So suggested my parents took me to the doctors. They took me to the hospital and then it was Great Ormond Street Hospital that then diagnosed me at the age of 10, 11. Okay, cool. 10, that's quite a good age to be diagnosed. I've always felt it was quite a positive thing in a way because the dynamics within my family and my character had already been formed before knowing anything about my diagnosis, before even realising there was anything wrong. Within my family, my they're all quite short, if I'm honest. So I didn't really sort of, from the height perspective, stick out as being any different really so I've always thought looking back that that has been a positive thing yeah I was saying the other day to another guest it's hard to know what's turn is and what's not because all of my family are short so I would have been short anyway yeah absolutely and it is also difficult when you have sort of traits or little characteristics and you think is that turner's Mm -hmm. or is that just hereditary with my family or is that just me my environment so it's very very difficult to know what is turner's and what isn't really because anyone can have any trait they don't have to have turner's Absolutely. The classic one is when I say about the having problems with maths is a Turner's trait. And then a lot of people will turn around and say, oh, well, I struggle with maths. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. I mean, I have Turner's even though I'm a man. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. It's interesting. So what's been the biggest challenge of Turner's for you, would you say? Um, For me personally, I think because of the height thing, being taken seriously by my peers, especially when you're in the working environment um, and yeah, you're four foot six and you're trying to have a little bit of authority or being professional and it doesn't fit the image that people are looking at of four foot six because that is traditionally 
an 11, 12-year-old child. So that has been very challenging. And then that leads on to sort of low self-esteem as well. Mm -hmm. So it's sort of coupled with that as well, getting older. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting because, like you said, you think it's a maturity thing that people have in their head, isn't it? The taller you are, the more seriously you're taken. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. From from now, what's been your most positive experience? I think the positives are, I think, enables you to be empathetic to differences and to realise actually there is no such thing as normal Mm -hmm. and that everybody is different and that's okay. Um, So, yeah, I think from that point of view, that's been a real positive. It means you are very open-minded and it means you accept all walks of life and all people and respect everybody exactly the same. And I think maybe if you don't have a medical condition, you don't perhaps get that. No, no. At school, I've always thought of it as my superpower. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely, yeah. I remember, I think, the main thing that helped me with that was when I was diagnosed, my dad told me, because um, my parents were told by the consultants and then told to tell me in my own home, in my own environment. And my dad told me, and the way he put it was that I was very special and I had something that nobody else had. So that made me feel important. And I think that has hugely, hugely benefited me in how I've accepted it and how I've dealt with it, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So really good. Really good point. So how has this society helped you? Oh, well, where do you start? (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's helped me make lifelong friends. Um, It's given me a second family. Hmm. Um, It's given me a lot of knowledge um, because they do so much research and have so much information and literature um that you know what you should be doing when you should be doing it with regards to the checks and the medical um situations and so you make sure that you're happy and healthy you are around people who get you Mm. um I mean you know from the conference the Saturday night is just uh, I I can't put into words the Saturday night. It's really hard. Unless you've been there. Unless you've experienced it. Um, it's. I remember talking to Mal, the ex-chair, as I took over from him, uh, oh, 9, 10, 11 years ago now. And I was watching the girls up on the stage and I just said to Mal, this is why we do what we do. Um, because over the course of the weekend, you see particularly first-timers arrive, they're very nervous, very apprehensive, and then suddenly, by the Sunday, they don't want to go home. Yeah. And you see them blossoming literally overnight, and it is just absolutely phenomenal. It really, really is. Um, And I come away personally every single year I come away feeling I can do this. This is okay. I've got this. 
Yeah. And it gives me that power and that boost to be able to just go on and carry on my life. Yeah. Yeah. It happens every year, but every year is just so different. It's yeah. the same routine, yeah. but yeah. so different. And it doesn't matter how many you go, you end up in tears every yeah. single year at some point during the weekend. Something will get you mm. <laughs> and you it will be, be emotional. Yeah, It wouldn't be conference unless Arlene cried with it. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> If all with all of us being in tears, I mean, yeah, yeah, we do it from yeah, we do it every year. <laughs> so you just mentioned that your chair. I was yes, I was. So yeah, what's your yeah. involvement in society now? Now I'm the friendship group coordinator. So we have twenty four friendship groups all over the UK, and they have, obviously not at the moment, but they have um, meetups every six weeks, six months, however often they want to do it in their local area. And it's just a way for local people to just meet up with each other, um, have a coffee, have lunch, go shopping, go to the theatre, just hang out with each other. And it's just... It, it's an extension of conference in that how can we keep that bubble going mm. after conference? And yeah. we felt that the friendship groups, if we could get people to meet up periodically after conference, then you could keep that bubble and that emphasis going. So, yeah, that's my association now. Yeah. So Arlene dropped the older ladies in it and said that some of you <laughs> go to the spa weekend oh yes <laughs> I'd love to join I've never been more envious <laughs> <laughs> they are brilliant weekends what we do is we um coordinate it with a theme night um and this year in November we are going to an ABBA tribute night on the Friday night with a set menu. So we have a meal and the ABBA tribute night. So a few drinks are had and a meal and a dance. And then on the Saturday, we spend the day in the spa, getting pampered and have treatments and just chilling out. And it's absolutely brilliant. And sometimes the best thing is actually we don't talk about Turner's because we don't need to because the people you're with get it absolutely just get it mm, yeah that's really nice um get a bouncer for this year so that I can't <laughs> I will definitely, I will definitely. <laughs> you're more than welcome to join <laughs> um so you're an older lady with TS I am yes so how has that affected you there was very little known, and I think that's the main difference is that a lot of things are known now, whereas I've kind of learnt from my 20s onwards, oh, right, so that's why I had the feeding problems. That's why I had the mass problems. That's why I had whatever. Um, it was, yeah. So I think now there's more knowledge and there's more information out there. So that's the main difference. And the growth hormone, the growth hormone wasn't there when I was diagnosed. So I wasn't offered growth hormone. No. Did you, can you notice that difference now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. 
yeah, yeah. Because it's not just about the cosmetic and it's not just about getting that extra height. It is about your quality of life. And I know as a woman who's four foot six, driving, shopping, getting on and off a trans public transport, it's so much more difficult changing your bed Mm. with a double duvet. It's just so much more difficult when you're only four foot six. If you were five foot whatever, then it's just that bit easier. And I guess it's the little things, isn't it, that make a big difference. Like you said, changing the duvet. Yeah. It's just the things you wouldn't think about. Yeah, yeah. So what's the most important message about Turners for the Turners girls and for the people who don't know about Turners? I think the classic thing is it's not the end of the world. The classic thing is you can do this. And with the right support, with the right help, and that is out there in bucket loads with the Support Society, you can do it. You can lead an independent, happy, healthy life as long as you know what checks you need and what support you need. uh, Then you can do this. Yeah, definitely. Because I got recently diagnosed with the heart trouble that's, um prevalent in TS right stopped and I thought well I'm getting checked every year yeah and even if it was bad I'd get checked every six months so there's not much capacity for it to go wrong no that is the advantage of having your health checks every year is that you pick things up before they're even a symptom and before they're even a thing which other people wouldn't have that They just wouldn't get that. They wouldn't have any reason to get checked out every year. So that's an advantage. Yeah, Yeah, it is. It is. So is there anything you'd like to add that we haven't talked about in this episode? I think what you're doing is absolutely amazing and much respect. Um, And I'm really looking forward to hearing all the other guests. Um, And publicizing your podcast and getting the word out there and it's great to have the awareness and the opportunity to spread the word and I'm more than happy to do that in any way I can oh thank you it's like Arlene said on my episode the world would be a better place with more turners (laughs) (laughs) I always like the expression girls and women with turners yeah rather than turners girls and women because I think even from your own point of view if you say like I say I'm a woman with turners I'm telling myself I'm a woman first and then I have the condition if you say if I would say I'm a turners woman then the turners has me first before the it's Really, really subtle, but just putting them around for me the right way. It also gives you the right message and it gives the people that you're talking about the right message. I'm really lucky. A lot of people around me just sort of say when they know I've got Turners, I didn't realise there was anything wrong. Yeah. Um, And I've got to take that um, and realise that 
you know, I'm doing okay and I'm very, very lucky. I don't have the heart problems. I don't have the kidney problems. I don't have the thyroid problems. I'm very, very lucky. But I do have diabetes. I do have high blood pressure. I do have high cholesterol. I do take sort of 15 tablets a day. Um, but that's what I have to do to keep my body ticking along. Yeah. And that's fine. And I've got a fantastic second family within the support society who are so supportive and are there for me every step of the way yeah when my first episode was published a lot of people where I work kept on saying I didn't realize there was anything wrong you wouldn't yeah. which like you said it's really nice and it's reassuring yeah it, yeah you because you think you stand out like a thumb absolutely (laughs) definitely because I'm stood there going hello Uh, I mean can you not tell is it not obvious but clearly no it's not because I get that response all the time and if that's the response I'm getting I have to accept that that is right yeah oh well I've loved our chat Hayley thank you so much for taking time every day it's been my absolute pleasure um, and good good luck with the rest of the podcast. Thank you, and enjoy your spa weekend. Oh, we will, we will. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much, Hayley, for this. No problem at all. My absolute pleasure. Have a lovely day, and speak to you next week, guys. I hope you enjoyed that episode. I found it really, really interesting from a different perspective of an older woman turners which is really interesting so next week we have grace talking about her experience and if you enjoyed this episode then i would love it if you've listened to it on apple podcasts to rate and review this podcast that would mean a lot to me And I will link all the Instagram details in the show notes and all website details in the show notes as always. And I'll see you next week.